Witherspoon. What a night for the rookie. You think they love him in Seattle? How about six points? Leaves him now. Connor McDavid with space. A shot. He scores! A stinger by Connor McDavid. After the Rangers took the lead in bizarre fashion in the top half. Sports Radio is back in the Edmonton area. This is Sports 1440 and the Kevin Carius Show. Ah, good morning. Uh, look at the Duke. He's dropping in fresh audio from last night's Oilers game. Man, from the... Uh debacle that was Monday Night Football. Man, oh man. Uh, Oilers with a big uh, win, 4-1 in Seattle. Uh, welcome to the big program. Uh, Kevin Carries along with the Duke of Delburn, Brandon Douglas. Uh, Oilers uh, really... And isn't it great just to get down to the final two games of the uh, the preseason? So uh, Wednesday, Calgary's here. Seattle is here Friday. And then things kick off a week from tomorrow uh, in Vancouver on October 11th. Uh, Xavier Borgo, two big goals last night for the Oilers. Connor McDavid, Matthias Janmark with an empty netter to round out the scoring 4-1. The final, uh, the second period was kind of... uh, non-existent, if you want to call it that. The Oilers uh, didn't have any shots on goal for for quite a while, and then I think only had a couple shots in the second period. But 33-14 shots on goal. Seattle outshot the Oilers last night. Um, Jack Campbell had another very good game. 31 saves. Had a nice uh, uh, glove save on Jared McCann that was probably his uh, best of the night. And, you know, a lot of people still talking about uh, Ben Gleason uh, on the back end. A couple of help uh wonder if uh, do you think he'll ever get one of those uh, you want to go to the moon Norton Duke you, is that uh, do you remember that Duke or is that way before your time that rings no bells for me Kev okay uh, well Jackie Gleason from the honeymooners used to say that to Norton you want to go to the moon Norton sis boom ba to the new to the moon and that was like a threat uh, I guess you could call it a threat. This was a program in the, I don't know, the 50s or something, uh, the Honeymooners, uh, but it was quite popular. Uh, if you got a text uh, for us, uh, shoot it our way, 1-833-401-1440, 1-833-401-1440. What did you like about the Oilers game last night, uh, and what about the Monday night football game? Holy cow, I actually texted our buddy Strudwick last night. He actually got back to me. He, uh, I just sent one word uh, text to him. All it was was pitiful. And uh, he sent one word back. Ouch. That's all it was. No conversation. Uh, that's it. 24-3, Seattle over the uh, New York Giants. Do you know that that was the third primetime game for the New York football giants so far this year. Um, they have been outscored in the first half this year, 77 to nine in the first, just, just the first half, nothing, not even the other stuff, like not, not even what we're talking about the rest of the way. So they've played three games in prime time. Um, they've scored 15 points in those games. They have a their differential point differential seventy nine in uh, prime time uh, overall seventy six so it's not bad it's a little better when they're not playing uh, in prime time uh, just to recap so 
It was Dallas 40, Giants nothing in week one. Week three, 49ers 30, Giants 12. And then last night, 24-3. There was a point where Troy Aikman said, I remember when I was playing years and years ago and I got sacked 11 or 12 times, and he went, this looks worse. And it gets even better because the Giants now go to Miami and Buffalo in consecutive road matchups, both teams three and one. And hey, what about the Buffalo game? That's in prime time once again. Nice. So, uh, and then and then you watch uh, Coach Brian Dable and, and Daniel Jones on the sideline. Man, they're not. And I mean, you're losing. Yes, you're frustrated. There was a lot of times there they had the iPad out and this wasn't good. He was throwing it, this and that, or just tossing it, I guess we should say. But uh, not the best. Uh, text coming in regarding the Oilers. Uh, does Lane Peterson edge out Lebois or Ernie? Uh, are we doing new handles now? I'm not sure what that means, but we'll get to it. Uh, he's in the mix. Uh, again, Lavois, because of his waiver situation, got to be sent down. If he gets sent down, he's got to clear waivers. Uh, big, uh, I mean, Montreal Canadiens are just chomping at the bit to take someone like that, and they would get a kind of, a, a, you know, obviously a good crack at him. So uh, why would you do that at this point? Maybe let him hang around, I would think. Uh, but Lane Peterson, we talked about him yesterday, needs to initiate a little more, um, needs to be a little more, proactive than reactive um, he's got a great stride and you know he just he, he moves around kind of effortlessly on the ice when you watch him but um, he's in the mix there's no question uh, and a lot of, of that has to do with uh, what happened with Brandon Sutter on the weekend Shanzi sends a text in uh, if Campbell is leading them to a cup why on earth would you trade him I don't know why I don't think ever, anyone is trading uh, Jack Campbell um, but he had another good game last night with 31 saves, uh, as we talked about, that nice glove save uh, on a sort of a one-timer down low on Jared McCann, who had a wonderful uh, season last year uh, for Seattle. Man, we got a jam-packed show for you once again today. Um, our normal Tuesday co-host, Grant Fear is in transit still with his uh, um, work-slash-holiday that he was kind of been on uh, the last little bit. So uh, Grant sent me a text yesterday, and he will be uh, back in business next Tuesday and uh, should be good to go uh, the rest of the way as we uh, have Grant every day uh, on 9, 9 to uh, 11 on Tuesdays, uh, every Tuesday. So filling in for Fierzy, filling in for Fierzy could be a new segment. Uh, a guy that's very well known in the uh, Edmonton broadcast industry, well, Western Canada for that matter, did lots of stuff with the Oilers, the PR department, uh, used to work at CHAB in Moose Jaw, doing Moose Jaw games back in the day with Rob Carney. We're going back a long ways. Uh, an old friend, Bryn Griffiths, will guest co-host with us from 9 to 11. Uh, really looking forward to our 720 guest. Matthew Peterson. Well, you're going to go, okay, who's Matthew Peterson? Well, he is just running the ball for the Alberta Golden Bears, and he will uh, be part of our new segment, Elevate Your Game. Uh, he's had some wonderful games this year. He's uh, just charging up the charts uh, in uh, all-time uh, Alberta Golden Bears single-season rushing. 
he's got a long ways to go to get to where the top guys are, like Ed Ilnicki, who won uh, Heck Creighton Award uh, six, seven years ago. So uh, Matthew Peterson from the Alberta Golden Bears, the running back, will join us for Elevate Your Game at 720. Our usual 8 o'clock contributor, Mark Spector from Rogers Sportsnet on the mark for Booster Juice at 8 o'clock. Frank Saravelli, uh, the daily face-off and our headliner of the day at 8.20 for Mr. Reuter. Uh, Frank had his little tour of uh, Western Canada. Uh, what did you make of that uh, tour, Duke? Did, I mean, we were talking about his entourage. Uh, he phoned from the car, I guess, from Gasoline Alley on Thursday, right? Uh, but, I, you know, I think it's just great. That he comes out here, it makes him, uh, like all the teams go, you know what? This is a guy that's making the effort, man. He's coming out here. Well, that's exactly why a guy like Frank is so dialed into everything. He's not just, uh, you know, sitting, uh, chilling at home in Philadelphia, yeah. you know, working the phones, which he does every other day of the year. It's actually making this extra effort to go out and, and you know, pound some pavement to get up close and personal with these coaches, players, build these relationships. And uh, that's why Frank's always got the best information. I'm I'm when we first announced the lineup, and mm-hmm. I saw that Frank would be on with us every Tuesday and Thursday. Uh, beyond pumped, yes, he's uh, he's got his ear to the ground on everything. And I mean, he does lots of stuff with uh, Greg's, you know, with daily face off and things like that. And I'm I know like when we were talking to as well with uh, Jason, that he was like, you know, I got Frank on. I'm doing this with him, you know, outside of Sports 1440. How would you like to have Frank on? And he never again, just like as you said, never even got it out of his mouth. I said, yeah, how does tomorrow sound? Uh, so Frank Cervelli will guess with us at 8.20. And again, when you got Spectre and Cervelli back-to-back, Tuesdays, Thursdays, I think you're kind of getting a pretty decent uh, hockey insider, don't you think, uh, from all angles, especially here with the Oilers, with, with Speck, and then uh, Frank takes us around the league for sure. Uh, as mentioned, Bryn Griffiths will uh, be our guest co-host from 9 to 11. We have a very interesting guest coming up at 9.20. Brant Myers. Now, this is a guy that uh, he wrote a book a couple years ago called Painkiller. Um, interesting read for sure. Uh, Brant, uh, there was a guy that, I mean, went uh, to hell and back um, with his personal life and got out of it, um, credited his daughter to uh, um, help him get through that. Um, I mean, he he had a rough rough go even you know when he was playing in the NHL and even back to junior. The reason why you know what's funny is I, I was thinking about I was talking to we had Sh- uh, Shane Peacock on yesterday Duke and, I, I, and then when I was just going through Shane's uh, um, stats from that one year in Lethbridge, well there you know you go to Hockey DB bang there's there's Brant Myers right there and went oh man we got to get Myzy on because we go back quite a quite a number of years did a nice story uh, with him when I was working at Global. Uh, his daughter came out uh, on the ice. Uh, we were, uh, I guess we were in Beaumont. And uh, man, it was about 30 below. And uh, they went for a little twirl out on the ice at the outdoor rink in Beaumont. It was pretty cool. Uh, that, uh, that'll that be at 920 Brant Myers. Uh, and that'll be our puck report for sure. Uh, at 10 o'clock, uh, and uh, Bryn Griffiths has kind of helped us line this one up. Daryl Davis from the Regina Leader Post. Well, I mean... We've talked about what's happened at the Journal, the Sun, and the lack of coverage and the lack of reporters and uh, everywhere. And then the same thing in all of the broadcast industry, uh, how many cuts there's been. Well, in Regina, the, the riders had no coverage. Um, 
they had some guys retire and, and things like that, uh, Murray McCormick and things like that. So they had to bring someone back to cover the Riders because it's the only game in town and it's all that anyone talks about in Saskatchewan. So they brought back Daryl Davis, who had retired, and now he is uh, going to be joining us for the Pigskin Report at 10 o'clock. And then at 10.20... Uh, Zach Lang from Blue Jays Nation. Blue Jays get underway today. Game number one of that series. It'll be Kevin Gosman on the hill. Um, I think a lot of people assumed that it was going to be Chris Bassett for game number two, but the Jays have flipped and gone, uh, I guess, with Jose Barrios for game number two, who... Well, quite familiar with Minnesota, obviously, uh, being a former Minnesota twin. Uh, and it's, I guess if you need a guy for game three, you can't get much better than Chris Bassett. Uh, yesterday when we were talking to the guy from Minnesota, now his name escapes me, Duke. Maybe we can figure that out again. I, the guy, was, ah, I, I'm so bad with guys that we have on that, you know, that first timers. Um, anyway, he was talking about all the left-handed bats in the uh, Minnesota Twins lineup. They got like half of the left-handed bats. He thought they might even throw Yusei Kikuchi out uh, for a start this series, but I, you would bet that he's going to be seeing some time uh, coming out of the pen for sure. What was it? I, Dan Hayes. Dan Hayes, yes, from the Athletic Minnesota. Sorry. Sorry, Dan. Forgot about you. Um, text coming in to one 401 Framer Johnny's not happy with our Fox guys that coming up our lead-in, but you know what? Uh, they'll be okay, Framer Johnny. He, he starts work at five thirty. He tried listening to Fox. You, you'll get you'll get used to these guys, Framer Johnny. Trust me. Um, uh, but uh, it's good to have kind of all sports going uh, moving forward on fourteen forty. And our uh, our daily roll call, the King of Fort Nasty. Good morning, KK and Duke. What's the difference between the Giants' uh, O line and my underwear? Um, yeah, uh, my sacks only come in packs of 10. Uh, they both stink, too. Uh, that's not bad. The King of Fortnite. I wonder, did you, t- King, did you take all day to figure this one out? Were you thinking about this last night? Uh, let me know, King, because that, for you, this is like one of the best uh, texts you've sent in. Very, very good, Duke. Uh, <laughs> what's the difference between the Giants O-line and my underwear? My sacks only come in packs of 10, uh, referring to the 11 quarterback sacks that the Giants had given up last night. What's the similarity? They both stink. Cheers. King of Fort Nasty. Good one. Uh, if you got a text, send it our way. one 401 1440 Really looking forward to our first guest of the day, um, Matthew Peterson. Alberta Golden Bears running back who has really lit it up in in uh, Canada West play this year. I mean, he had a, he's had one 200-yard game. He had 191 yards, um, both against, I would say you're, you're talking the top two teams in the conference, uh, Saskatchewan and UBC on back-to-back weeks. And then uh, last week against Regina, he only put down... 167, I believe. <laughs> so, he's, he's just a little off against uh, Regina. But, man, uh, that is, that, that's a luxury that coaches just – I mean, when you got a running back that – and it, how about some of the longest runs? 104 yards, 95 yards. Those are in, against Saskatchewan and UBC. So really looking forward to uh, that interview. Matthew Peterson coming up after the break in the Kevin Carey Show on Sports 1440. Stay with us. All right, welcome back to the big program. Time to elevate your game. 
Brought to you by Ram Elevators and Lifts, Forbes' best-rated residential elevators manufactured right here in Edmonton. Visit TrustRam.com for more information as we welcome in University of Alberta Golden Bears running back Matthew Peterson to the program. Matthew, good morning. How are you? Good morning. Not too bad. Thank you for having me. Well, thanks for coming on. Uh, what time's first class? Like, I mean, you're, you're up and at them pretty early here. Maybe did you hit the gym already and everything? What time's your uh, your first class today as well? Um, class starts at 11 today. So I have the morning to myself a little bit, and then I'll go to practice after. Uh, what are you taking in, at uh, U of A? I'm in the history of art and design. Hmm. So what's the end goal? What do you want to be when you grow up? Um, that's a very good question. Um, of course, I want to be a professional football player, but if that does not pan out, my plan B would probably be an art creator for a gallery um, or a museum. Oh, that's a, I know a guy in the business that was in the business, my old neighbor, Chris Robinson. Maybe I could hook you up. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> um, Matthew Peterson's our guest on the Kevin Carey Show on Sports 1440. University of Alberta Golden Bears running back. Bears off to a very good start this year, 4-1. and one. Can you kind of uh, tell our listeners uh, what's been the keys for you for your uh, success as a team so far this year? Um, one of the biggest keys for our success this year is just our mindset and our mentality. Um, we have this acronym called WIN, so it's called what, What's Important Now. Um, that's just helped us be on track and focus during our games. So, you know, if we do have one bad play or one bad snap, it's not the end of the world. You know, we move on. We we move on from what's what happened prior and to focus on what's at what's at on the hand right now. Um, and yeah, just being able to come together and both sides of the ball and be able to just play the game the way it should be played. Uh, win, is that a new initiative that uh, Coach Chris Morris brought in this year or is, uh, uh, have you been using that in past years as well? Nope, we just brought it in uh, this year. Um, over the off season, we had a couple of meetings between the captains and the coaches and we came up with the acronym WIN just to help us maintain the focus on the field. Well, let's just start uh, the beginning of the season. I mean, you had a tough game right in Calgary to start the season off. And, I mean, uh, everyone knows how the Calgary program has been over the years. How did you manage to get into Calgary and and start the season off? Because in such a a short schedule in Canada West, uh, you get that first win and you start to get a little confidence. How how did that first game go for you guys in Calgary? Um, First game went well. You know, we just didn't play our game, but throughout the season, you know, you start to begin to gain that confidence. Um, But no, it was just a, it was a nice confidence booster just to go into Calgary and, you know, play a game fresh off of uh, training camp. So, you know, it was nice to go in there, get the W and then have some of our backups get in there and play and get some experience as well. Matthew Peterson's our guest on the Kevin Carey Show on Sports 1440, University of Alberta Golden Bears uh, running back. If you've got a text to talk about a little bit of a Golden Bears football, send it our way, 1-833-401-1440. After the Calgary game, now you you, you have Manitoba here at Foot Field. Kind of run through how you just kept building on that win in Calgary against Manitoba. Yeah, one of our, uh, actually, Eli Hedling, our quarterback, you know, he always talks pre-game and he'll say gain ex- gain confidence through execution and so when we were executing in Calgary we just started gaining a little bit of confidence which carried into the Manitoba game and we just kept executing on offense and defense so you know we just kept gaining the confidence to go out there and play so yeah no it was it was a nice little again confidence booster to 
play at home in front of a bunch of fans. And, you know, we played we played a hell of a game, um, especially having the fans out there, you know, helping us do the job. And, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, it was, a, it was a very good game. Uh, so this is your, your fourth year with the Bears, correct? Yes. All right. So now you go into Saskatchewan. And, I mean, you know how tough uh, Griffith Stadium is. I mean, it is wild there. The fans are right on top of you. They, they get great crowds. Um, what was it like to pull out a win in Saskatchewan against uh, one of the best teams in the nation, the Huskies, because it doesn't happen very often? Yeah, no, it was it was honestly so surreal. Um, you know, the Huskies have been, you know, made it to the Vanier Cup the past two years. You know, they've been that dynasty. And so we were, you know, we as, as we moved on from uh, Manitoba, we just, we had to make sure that, you know, that our focus was on Q. Um, that are that we were going to execute, and so going into Griffin Stadium, you know, was kind of, you know, a little bit nerve wracking because they always bring out big fans. Their their fans are loyal. Um, you always have to you always hear something, and you have a really good home field advantage there with uh, with Sask being at home. And so, you know, we just went in there and we thought, you know, it's just a it's a kingdom in there, mm-hmm. and you know, it just it needed to be burned down. And so we went in there and did the job and burned the kingdom down. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. Uh, Golden Bears running back Matthew Peterson is our guest on 1440. Um, you had a 104-yard-long rush in that game. Um, well, I mean, and it didn't go for a touchdown. Is that correct? Yeah, no, it didn't go for a touchdown. <laughs> What's Just run us through that play. Um, yeah, no, just uh, it's like opening, it's opening the third quarter. Um, we were on our... We are on our one, and so called a run play. And, you know, when you're backed up, you don't really want to throw the ball to possibly create a turnover. So we just ran it. And as soon as we ran it, I seen a hole. I seen daylight, and I took it and about got to the 20, and I didn't know where anyone was. And I was so focused on just running straight, I kind of turned my head, and I felt pressure on my backside. And I looked, and there was a man there. And so I tried to outrun him, but then he grabbed me, and I was just focused on the – focus on the ball security and mm-hmm. I would hate to run 104 yards and end up fumbling and turn into nothing right so yeah no kidding I'd much much rather put us into a position to score than to have a turnover so and again start- I got caught I got caught on the five uh, still uh, that's a that's a heck of a run and you also had uh what's kind of funny you had a, over 100 yards receiving that game too uh so uh, very close to 300 all-purpose yards so by far your best game uh, as a uh, golden bear uh, what was working for you that day in Saskatchewan, I guess? Um, honestly, I would just say, you know, the same thing I've been saying is just that gaining the confidence to execution. I mean, the past two games, I was, you know, I was confident, I was comfortable, I was calm. And I think that heading into, you know, Griffin Stadium that day, it was the same thing. You know, I was just focused on doing my job, focused on just running hard, playing my game, and just gaining gaining confidence to execution. Uh, no question that Matthew Peterson has elevated his game for Ram Lifts. Uh, and then you go into UBC. So you guys are 3-0. and uh, Great start to the season, but UBC's got a heck of a football team. Uh, run us through that game uh, at uh, T-Bird Stadium. Uh, a tough opponent, uh, but uh, what did you learn? You lost the game, but what did you learn about your team in that contest? Um, we learned for sure, like, there was a little bit of a hole in our armor, so um, that hole in our armor was just being focused. Um, there was times where we were unfocused, and it shows on the field when we lost. And, you know, it was when we were focused, we were, you know, we were in control. We we went, we 
got a couple first downs. We got some touchdowns. We stopped them. And as soon as our focus was gone and it depleted, it, you know, we just we let them get away with it. So or let them run away with it a little bit. So mm-hmm. it was just being able to focus on the, on the moments that are, that are at hand and being present. And so that's what we learned the most of. So how did you use that focus to bounce back the following week, um, uh, last week against uh, Regina to win that game to go to 4-1? and one? Yeah, we know that we need to focus, you know, throughout not just a half or three quarters, but a full game. Um, and, you know, we had that focus going in because we were executing at a very high level, I would say, all three quarters. Um, and then in the fourth quarter, late in the fourth quarter, they kind of were getting – they scored like two touchdowns on us. So that's where we kind of lost a little focus. But for the majority of it, it was, you know, just keep focusing at what's at hand, you know, play by play, making – making those plays, making sure that we get first downs, making sure we get touchdowns. So it's just being focused on what's at hand. Alberta Golden Bears running back. Matthew Peterson is our guest on Sports 1440. Um, when you were talking about quarterback Eli Hetlinger, came out of Harry Ainley, so um, what has he offered and how how has how have you seen his growth? Because you guys kind of got here at the same time. Uh, what have you seen in his growth as not only a quarterback but as a person within this program? Man, Eli, Eli's a leader, and so that's one of the things that I've that I caught on, you know, early is you know he likes to lead, and as he's gotten older, it's just he's stepped up in in that leading role where, you know, it's everyone trusts everyone trusts number seven, everyone believes in number seven, and you know not just as a as a football player, but as a leader, you know, he makes everyone around us better. Um, he's always striving for greatness and he puts the whole team on his back and it shows and um you know one of the things that i also realized is over the summer he uh had the qb internship with the elk so i mm-hmm. think that that has helped him stepped up and you know ever since he done that he came back and he was calm cool collected and i think that's what we needed out of a out of him you know just being able to be calm under pressure and so he's he's proven that that he can maintain calmness throughout the whole game. He doesn't get too up, doesn't get too down. Mm-hmm. He uh, keeps, and every time you know something may happen, like interception or anything like that, he pulls us over and he tells us, you know, like trust in him and he'll be better. And we we do. And you know he keeps us he keeps us level. He doesn't allow us to drop off or he doesn't allow us to get too emotional. Mm-hmm. It's just he keeps us calm and allows us to play the game that that we do. Yeah, we're speaking with Matthew Peterson of the Alberta Golden Bears. So when Eli uh, Hetlinger was at uh, Elks training camp, as you alluded to, um, uh, he never got any snaps as far as I can remember, but he was right behind all the guys, Jared Dagey, Taylor Cornelius, Trey Ford. He was right behind them the whole time watching, learning. Um, What about his arm strength? Do you think he's got kind of like sneaky arm strength? I do. It's it's funny because we'll be watching uh, practice film or anything like that. And, man, he takes off out of the pocket or even when he's in the pocket and he just throws a nice little seam or he throws a corner and it's just like, wow, like you wouldn't expect him to have the arm that he does. And it's just for him, it's it's natural. And he has he has that natural arm. Mm-hmm. So um, you're from Brooks. Is that correct, Matthew? Yes. Played your high school ball in Brooks? Yes, I sure did. How was it that uh, Chris Morris recruited you from Brooks to, to come up to here? Because I'm sure you had opportunities to go to U of C or, or some other schools. Yeah, I played uh, played for Co- Coach Morris um, back in 2017 and 2018 for U18 uh, Team Alberta. So we got to play for the Canada Cup. Um, I was selected on that team, so I got to play for him 
for those two years. Um, you know, bonded during the time, kind of had not, or yeah, kind of had like likewise, like-minded uh, mentalities. So, you know, it's just kind of we clicked during the U18, and so when the opportunity come to, came to recruit me, he he stepped up and he recruited me, and you know, it just seemed like the right place to go. What's he meant for your development, uh, coach to player? Sorry, what was that? Like, what has Chris Morris meant for your development as a player in this program? Um, it's been a lot, like, not just as a player, but just as a person, you know? Like, he, he says, like, he, if you leave here, he wants you to leave here as a better person. And so it's just one of those things where it's just, like, not just only does he make you want to be a better player and he expects you to come through the program and to level up as, as you go and progress, but just being that better, being a person outside of football, you know, and being that, being a good person, that's what matters at the end of the day. So, so far this year, I've got kind of two reports. One says you got 807 rushing yards total. And one says 825. I think it probably could be the 825. What does that mean to you, I guess, to kind of, you know, you're getting close. There's only been, I think, a six Alberta Golden Bears to ever crack a thousand uh, in the history of the school. Uh, does that mean something to you, or uh, can you kind of translate that into team success as well? Yeah, no, it, it, it does mean something to me. It's more like how, how impactful I can be on the field and, you know, open up the passing game for my other teammates. Um, none of this is possible. None of those rushing yards are possible without, you know, a good old offensive line. So I got to give credit where credit is due with offensive line and, you know, having the receivers block downfield and making crucial blocks to allow me to, you know, open up. And, you know, it's, it's, the job's not done yet, so I'm not too focused on, you know, how many yards – I got here and there. It's just more so, you know, allowing my, giving my team the best opportunity to win. For sure. Matthew Peterson's our guest on the Kevin Carey Show Sports 1440. So, uh, bye week for you guys this week, and I think it just comes at a perfect time. Uh, you got the, a little bit of momentum coming after the, the Rams win, uh, and then, uh, so now you got Saskatchewan coming in here again. Uh, man, oh man, this has just turned into a great rivalry. Uh, so it's a next Saturday, October 14th. Can you kind of tee up that game for us? Yeah, no, it's, it's going to be an exciting game. You know, we already played them one time so you know what kind of expects we're going to throw in some wrinkles and i know they're going to throw some wrinkles and to stop some of our game plan and you know it's going to be a good hard physical game i expect to see them again later on but you know it's going to be it's going to be a game for them to redeem themselves but no we gotta we gotta come out you know physical play our game very exciting we're just going to play the game how we how it should be played and the way we do it uh, just wanted to touch on coaching as well. So you worked with Ricky Walters now as offensive coordinator, the former uh, double year. What's it been like working with uh, Ricky? Because he's such a great guy. So what's that been like? It's been it's been an absolute um, blast. You know, he's he, when it comes to football, he's very very intelligent, and whatever plays he puts in, you know, they work. They 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 work against every defense, and you know, just being able to run such a multifaceted offense is just mind-blowing to me and you know being able to work for such a genuine person you know is it makes the job a little easier you know as him as a coach is just he's a great person so that means he's going to be a great coach and so mm-hmm. I, I've learned so much from him as <clears throat> as is you know it's you got to take in everything he says because he's one of those guys that have been there and has made it so definitely 
a big uh, mentor in my game. You mentioned right off the hop that you have uh, pro aspirations. Um, what kind of what do you have to do here in the next little bit uh, to kind of reach those goals? Um, just keep just keep chipping away on the run game. You know, keep running the way I do. Just keep on pace. Um, keep calm. Keep cool and collected. You know, and start. It's not really it. That is one of the, you know the goals. But I mean, at the end of the at the end of the day, like I came here to help the team win a championship. So I'm focused on that right now. Um, pro will come after, but mm-hmm. just I just want to keep on pace to keep my team and giving my team the odds to to keep plowing through these teams and hopefully win a championship at the end of the day. So you said you had class at eleven o'clock this morning. Sure do. Uh, are you getting in some like last minute studying right now? And besides this interview, like what are you going to do after we uh, cut cut you loose here? I have uh, I have an assignment that I have to work on, <laughs> so I'll do the assignment. I just have to finish my uh, second part to it. So finish the assignment, hand it in, and then go to class. Oh, that's great! Yeah, uh, you know I always uh, put the Duke here of Delburn with some uh, homework assignments. Have you ever seen Have you ever seen the movie Back to School with Rodney Dangerfield? No, I have not. Okay, so that that's going to be your homework assignment. If you if you have a chance, I know you're just jam packed and busy as a as a school being an athletic and and academics. But if you have a chance, back to school, Rodney Dangerfield, can you just give it a give it a just once you start watching it, you're going to watch the whole movie and you're going to love it. For sure, I'm going to go check it out. <laughs> well, uh, you, I don't know if you remember. Do you even know who Rodney Dangerfield is? No, I don't think so. <laughs> okay. Now, this is going to be awesome. So uh, I can't wait to talk to you again, Matthew, after you watch this movie. Continued success uh, this uh, season. You're having a great season so far. We wish uh, you and the Golden Bears all the best uh, starting on October 14th against uh, Saskatchewan. Uh, take care. Uh, enjoy the movie. Enjoy class and enjoy the rest of the season. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right. That's uh, Matthew Peterson. Uh, for Elevate Your Game by Ram Elevators and Lifts, manufacturing the safest elevators since 1987, trustram.com. El Duque, so you didn't watch the replacements yet. We know that. Have you Have you seen Back to School? No. No, but I, <laughs> I know who Roddy Dangerfield okay. is, at least. I, yeah. I think I'm probably a, at least a few years a Matthew Sr., so I think I have a little bit of a leg up there, but I haven't seen that film, no. So uh, tack that one onto the, uh, the list. Uh, what? Can, give me a quick synopsis. Okay, like, Rodney the... Dangerfield went back to school. He was a multi-multi-millionaire, billionaire. His son was in school. He wanted to go back to kind of spend time with his son. Um, but there's just two great lines in it. Um, He's trying to date one of the professors uh, that's in the movie, and he says, uh, he asks her out, and he goes, would you like to go to a movie on uh, Thursday night? And she goes, oh, I can't. I've got class. And he says, would you like to go out uh, for dinner on Saturday? And she goes, oh, no, I've got class. And then it went one more question, and then he finally looked at her and says, why don't you call me sometime when you have no class? So... <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, that's one of the best movies going. It sounds like a, a precursor almost to like a Billy Madison type uh, movie. Yeah. I mean, probably not quite as uh, juvenile, maybe. But no, I, I mean it, Rodney Dangerfield. I mean, you saw him in Caddyshack, obviously. Yes. So it's he's got that kind of same same humor and things like that. So. <laughs> Meet my nieces. <laughs> uh, we missed this one coming from uh, Texter. Good morning, Kevin. Can you ask Matt about pregame superstitions 
uh, if he's loyal to any certain brands of shoes, gloves, or pads. We'll try to get that one to Matt and see if he he does. Uh, but man, oh man. Uh, yeah, back to school, Rodney Dangerfield. And you know who's going to know all about that movie is Bryn Griffiths when he comes in at 9 o'clock, uh, our special guest co-host tonight or today uh, on the Kevin Carey Show. Uh, we'll have a little open time with the Duke Goodellburn when we come back. Mark Spector at the top of the hour along with Frank Cervoli on our 8 o'clock hour. Uh, this is the Kevin Carey Show on Sports 1440. Stay with us. All right, welcome back to the big program. Uh, listening to that uh, Century Casino uh, commercial, Duke, uh, reminds uh, me to let our listeners know about our Sports 1440. Uh, home opener watch party, Saturday, October 14th uh, at the Century Casino Sports Bar at Century Casino on Fort Road. We'll start around uh, 7.30, 8 o'clock. Uh, you can come down. I'll be there. The Duke, are you going to be able to make it down with me? I'm thinking I'm going to be there. The Kev. Duke is coming down. Can't pass yeah. up that. Look at the Duke. Uh, <laughs> the Oilers take on Vancouver. Now, tons of prizes on site. Uh, one of the coolest things you're going to see is a, a, a Zamboni cooler. So this thing is just wicked. It's a Zamboni cooler. Uh, go to sports1440.ca for more info. But uh, we will be down there. I'll be down there with the Duke, hopefully, uh, on uh, the 14th. That's the Oilers home opener against Vancouver. Uh, I hope really that Matthew Peterson. Uh, doesn't uh, go watch this movie back to school and really not worry about his studies because he's got to get these, this paper in that he was talking about. But uh, old Wally sends in the triple Lindy. So this is what happened at the end of the movie, Duke. At the very end of the movie, so Rodney Dangerfield was, uh, and I don't want to give it away, but he had to perform a dive called the triple Lindy. He was on the dive team when he was younger and he was in school. His son on the dive team as well. So they had to, they go, no one has attempted the triple Indy in whatever, how many years, and then Rodney Dangerfield, they have to put another board out and, and everything like that because it's, uh, and you know, when the kids put their, they have their arm out and they kind of put their hand under there and then make that noise like, for, and he's trying to get the wind going and everything like that. So uh, pretty cool. So Duke, now you've got two, well, more than two movies. If you can get, I'd almost go with back to school over the replacement. You think so? Yes. Okay. Well, here's here's my plan, Kev. So okay. I've uh, been on the road past couple weekends back to the farm to help dad fix combines that didn't end up working, yada, yada. Yeah. We well discussed yesterday my trip to Calgary for this wedding and the subsequent uh, miserable drive back uh, northbound and down. This weekend, obviously, it's going to be Thanksgiving weekend. I got uh, supper lined up back home on the Monday. Monday. Sunday, we all know what I'll be doing. But Saturday, I think, in and around some of the college games, depending on... Uh, I haven't checked the broadcast schedule for what I'll be able to watch up here in Canada. Okay. I think this is the Saturday to squeeze some of these in. A nice fall day. We'll see what the weather's like. But it's, uh, it look, it's a, looking promising to get some movies in this weekend. But it's going to be... The weather's so nice this weekend, you'll want to be outside. You're going to be back at the farm. We know that. You you know, gotta, you I, I think I'm going to try and get one more round of golf in. Okay. Um, and it might even be out... Uh, a good friend of mine's a superintendent... Out at the uh, Manville course, okay, yeah, um, River, Riverview yeah, course, so one of the nicest east. nine-hole tracks in the province. Um, so I'm going to try and get out there. Super tough course. Oh, it'll, how's the it, camping rate out there? Because there's yeah, camping campsite, right next campsite to. right on. Yeah. It's it's beautiful. Can't cannot recommend that place enough for anybody looking for kind of a, you know if you're out of the city away yeah. from uh, the hustle and bustle. Great place, Manville. Wonder if there'll be camping going on this weekend if it's still open. Oh, I think so. Yeah, it could be an option. Could be an option. Uh, so anyway, the Duke has some uh, homework to do, just like uh, Matthew Peterson. But man, he's going to love that movie. Back to school. It's one of the best. Uh, Oilers, as we talked off off the top, uh, talked about off the top, a uh, big win last night in Seattle. So 
thankfully, just two more games left in the preseason. Uh, we've got Wednesday, Calgary here, then Seattle's here, uh, Friday for the uh, return engagement. Oilers kick off the 2023-2024 season in Vancouver a week from tomorrow and then uh, back here against Vancouver on the Saturday night on the 14th. Jack Campbell, very good game again last night. So that's two back-to-back preseason games where Jack Campbell uh, played well, uh, stopped 31 shots last night. Uh, I thought he had one of the best clips uh, after the game. I'm just going to read it to you. Um, so this is uh, Campbell talking about learning from last year. Uh, it's been great, but the best part of his clip was this group is hungry and there is nothing better than being around a bunch of guys that are craving winning. So we're just enjoying ourselves right now, trying to get ready each day for the regular season. That, those two words, craving, winning, key, um, you know, we had, uh, remember we had Ryan Rashog on a couple weeks ago, and he said it's not a given that Stuart Skinner is the opening day starter. Is it a big deal who's the opening day starter? I don't know. I mean, uh, you kind of send a message to your team. We talked about, uh, again, even with Mark Spector, who, were, who was the Jays' opening day starter this year? Alec Manoa. Uh, didn't work out. Uh, Gosman, Kevin Gosman was by far uh, the Jays. There was a 50-50 toss last uh, to, for who was going to be starting, uh, Gosman or uh, or Manoa, in my opinion, to start opening day. That's neither here nor there when, you, when you're trying to compare Skinner and uh, Jack Campbell. But, I mean, the, the key for both these guys and the key for the Oilers, uh, I, in my opinion, is that they both push each other to the extent where nobody, neither one of them wants to give up the net. Push each other. If it ends up to be more of a split, it's more of a split. Then you figure out what you're going to do at the end of the season. But just keep pushing. Have that relationship where you, when you're not in goal, you are just so invested in the other guy playing so well that it forces you to play well. So that could be either Campbell uh, looking at Skinner doing that, Skinner looking at Campbell uh, doing that. Uh, Oilers will have a skate today at the downtown community arena at uh, 1 o'clock, I believe. Uh, they would have got back fairly late. Uh, not, not even sure about the travel schedule, to be honest with you. So uh, 1 o'clock, downtown community arena. Uh, then Calgary is uh, here on Wednesday, Seattle Friday. Text coming in. One eight three three four zero one fourteen forty from Johnny Cat. Hello, Kevin. Love the show. Looking forward to hearing from Daryl Davis. Yeah, Daryl Davis will guest with us at ten o'clock. Uh, coming on with Bryn Griffiths. He's a beauty. Know him well from his volunteer work. The high performance athletes at Racquetball Canada. Uh, cool. Uh, Klaus from Beaumont. My parents just bought a lot at the Manville Golf Course, Duke. Amazing gem of a course right on the Vermilion River. That's Klaus from Beaumont. So let's hear a little more about this course, Duke. When's the last time you played it? Uh, did I get out there last summer? I can't. I think I got out there once last summer. I like to try and go a few times. Like I said, a very good friend of mine uh, kind of helps run the place, and he lives uh, right in town there. His parents have had a campsite right on the course for, I think, virtually his entire life. So it's uh, like... It's really hard to describe because until you get there and see it, we all know the beauty of our own river valley here in the city. Um, and you kind of take that uh, and then 
transplanted into the Vermilion mm-hmm. River. And like I said, it's, it's nothing big and crazy. It's kind of a slow meandering thing down through this nice valley. The, the scenery's great. The course is always in beautiful condition. And like I said, nine holes, it is a tough, tough golf course. Mm-hmm. It can chew you up and spit you out. So it's challenging. Uh, like I said, condition's great. Scenery, great. And uh, and for just like I said, a small nine hole town course, like super affordable to play, obviously. So it's kind of the best of everything when it comes to golf. The Duke will be going to Manville. Love it. Um, KCF sends in a text. Last night's player of the game for the Oilers played the second least minutes on the team. That's Borgo. Why didn't the coach give him more ice time, especially since it was preseason? Uh, suppose it's not a real tryout. The roster is set via contracts. Uh, last night, 11 minutes, I believe, for uh, Xavier Burgo. Uh, 11 minutes for Brad Malone. Seth Griffith was 10-10. You know, he's kind of correct in the minutes department. Xavier Burgo scored two goals, had a really nice... Uh, one-timer in the slot off of a, a Philip Broberg feed uh, on the power play, which was uh, kind of a, a real bang-bang play. Uh, gave the Oilers a 3-1 lead, and then uh, Matthias Janmark scored an empty netter uh, to make it a 4-1 final. Shots on goal last night, 33-14, Kraken uh, over the Oilers. And I think the Oilers didn't have a shot in the second period till later. There, you know, that's kind of when it was a kind of harder to watch for sure, but the third period picked up. Uh, for sure. Uh, when we come back, we will check in with Mark Spector for On the Mark coming up uh, at 8 o'clock and then Frank Saravelli for uh, our headliner of the day for Mr. Reuter, uh from the Daily Faceoff. Uh, so at the top of the hour, we'll check in with Spec for Booster Juice and On the Mark. Uh, before we get to that, though, it's a sports update brought to you by First Round. Watch NFL football at First Round Monday, Thursdays, and Sundays. You could win a trip to watch your favorite team next year. Here is the Duke.